Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Morgan, who's the public access coordinator from Valley Shore Community Television in Westbrook. Chris, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming down. Good to see you again. It's been a while. Good to see you, too. Yeah, it's, it has been a while. It's, uh, and we're here socially distant in the studio on opposite sides of the room. That's right. So we are not, we're following all the social distancing uh, guidelines and, and regulations. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's certainly been a crazy year, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think so? Maybe, maybe just a little crazy. Yeah, just a bit. Absolutely, absolutely. So Chris, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with Valley Shore. So, well, I've been doing video production for as almost as long as I can remember. Okay. Um, back in uh, in high school at Haddam Killingworth with uh, Mr. Lewis, mm -hmm. who's our executive director here at BSC TV. That's right. Um, I went to uh, Western New England University, studied communications and video production, and then uh, was hired here back in 2013 uh, by Chuck Lewis and our and our wonderful board of directors to to be the public access coordinator here at Valley Shore Community Television. You like it? Oh, I love it. It's been great. It's, uh, I can't believe it's been almost, it'll be eight years in July. That's right. Um, it's, it's gone by quick, but it's, oh, it's it de definitely it's has, great. definitely has. Now, what types of programs do you guys produce? Well, VSCTV is, is the public access operator for Lower Middlesex County. So we serve the towns of Durham, Haddam, Killingworth, Chester, Deep River, Essex, Old Saybrook, Westbrook, and Clinton. And we serve the public access uh, role for those towns. There's an educational access channel that serves the same towns uh, that's really open to all the public school districts, private schools, anything educational related, but we're the public and government station. Okay. Uh, so we have shows that anybody who lives or works in any of those nine towns uh, can come down here and we'll help them produce their own TV show. Um, so we have things like this show that's public affairs based. We have music shows, some that are historical in nature. Uh, we're also the home for all of the municipal meetings and government-related proceedings that are of those nine towns I mentioned earlier. That's right. That's right. And now, how easy is it to host your own show? Well, I think you're probably better suited to answer that than, than I am. I mean, I'm, I'm usually <laughs> the one helping people to try to, to, to help them through the process of creating their own show, uh, whether it's hosting their own show, whether they're doing a something documentary in nature that's, you know, they're more of a behind the scenes role, but uh, we try to, my background's more behind the scenes, so I, I right. know I've done plenty of on-camera work in college and, and more radio than television myself, but, you know, we try to, for folks like yourself that have uh, an on-camera role, we try to coach anybody who's on camera as best we can, um, but uh, that's, I mean, how, how easy is it for, for you to do your show? I think you're better to answer that than I am. <laughs> I was going to say, it's actually really easy to do my show. And also, you, you, know, you know this as well as I do, the support staff here at Valley Shore Community TV is outstanding. Yeah, we certainly try our best. Um, Chuck, Christy, and myself, uh, we make a great team, and we try to, to help you know, as best we can for all our volunteers. That's right. We have a great team of volunteers. That's right. Um, that, that help out behind the scenes, that are on camera, that produce our shows like yours. Um, and we, we've had a lot of new shows come on in the last uh, year or two, really. Okay. Uh, two in particular, uh, Arts and Entertainment with Deborah Gilbert and Sure Things with Mary Polchaninoff are, are both new. I think they'll be celebrating their one year anniversary in a couple of months. Oh, wow. 
Now, Chris, tell me how the pandemic has affected public access and producing product and getting fresh content on the air. Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. Um, back when COVID first started in early 2020, yeah. uh, we shut down like everybody else as far as being open to the public. Uh, but what goes on on air and on television didn't stop. So we, we became the home of a lot of uh, virtual municipal meetings for, especially for the towns of uh, Deep River, Clinton, Haddam, uh, Westbrook, uh, Old Saybrook, and Durham uh, have all aired meetings on our station. They've, they've um, held their meetings on, on platforms like Zoom and GoToMeeting. And, yep. and we've kind of learned as we go along to adapt and get those meetings on the air and online so people can, can stay in touch with what goes on at their town hall, um, which has is, is been great. It's, uh, I'm glad that we were able to help out in that way and, and hopefully uh, you know, the folks both in town hall and, and folks at home appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, I know I do as a, as a resident of Haddam being able to watch what's what's going on at Town Hall if you can't be there in person and most of the time I can't be anyway but yeah, exactly I like to keep keep in touch with what's going on and I actually watched the town council meeting from the town of Clinton recently as well absolutely yeah so we we started recording uh, meetings in Clinton VSCTV started recording the meetings for the town of Clinton um, in the fall of 2019 yeah. on the as the Board of Selectmen was, was getting phased into the town council. Um, and then we did uh, all the town council meetings through, through the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, Max Tarbell, one of our uh, part-time employees has been uh, really the, the expert on the Clinton Town Council when they were in person. And ever right. since then, we've been uh, recording them through GoToMeeting is where the town holds them. But nevertheless, they're still on the air, they're still available on demand, and people can keep in touch with what goes on in the new Clinton Town Council. Absolutely, absolutely. And what types of content can people find on the website? So everything that we produce locally here, whether it's municipal meetings, whether it's your show, uh, other local shows, all of them are available on demand on our website. Um, it's an option for our access users that we provide um, they don't have to have it on demand, but I think all of them do. I can't think of any that don't. Right. Um, but on our website, you can find a live stream of our channel. So we, you can watch us on Comcast Channel 19, uh, Frontier TV Channel 6089, 6089. Mm -hmm. And on our website, www.vsctv.com. And so you can find our, our live stream of the channel there as well as on-demand content. And over the summer, well, about a year ago, we were fortunate enough to, to receive a grant through the Pegpedia program. That's yep. a, a program with the, Depart uh, the Public Utilities Regulatory Authority under the uh, umbrella of the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection. Mm -hmm. And through that grant, we were able to upgrade our automation system that powers the channel. Okay. So the servers that we have here in, at our studio that play out all the content on Channel 19 and sends it to Comcast and Frontier um, that's all upgraded now. So we are able to deliver high def as soon as Comcast and Frontier are able to, uh, to carry it. So we're ready, we're ready when they are. Um, but on our website, you can actually watch the channel in high def right now. And of course, not all of our content is high def because we have right. stuff that, we have shows that come in from other towns. We have shows that we've run that are reruns of older programs that weren't produced in HD. But everything that we've produced new from 2016 forward is full high definition. Uh, like this show is tonight, yeah, and you can watch that live on on our website and all, also on demand. 
um, as well as this new system that integrates our video on demand and live streaming all into the same system that plays out on cable. Mm -hmm. um, it also uh, offers a platform to have our content on Roku and Apple TV. Really? Uh, so, yeah, so you can download on, on either the App Store on Apple TV or the Roku, um, I forget what they call it. It's their version of the, the App Store or the Play Store. Yep. Um, the channel selections, and you can download the Cablecast ScreenWeave app that's free of charge, and you can find VSC TV as well as our educational access channel, HKTV, yep. um, on there as well. And you can watch live and on demand. Very it's pretty cool. cool. No, de def definitely, definitely very cool, very cool, very cool. Now, as far as I know that from doing research for tonight with Valley Shore Community TV, you guys were pretty instrumental last year about doing basketball games. Yes, we were. And uh, that was actually the other half of our grant was upgrading all the gear for basketball. Okay. As well as other sports and, and um, remote broadcast opportunities. But yeah, basketball, high school basketball has been a huge uh, success for us. We've, it's been a, a very popular show. It's been popular among the students and viewers. Right. Um, and, and what many viewers may not realize is all of the, the, uh, the crew for those games, aside from myself, Christy, and, and uh, Chuck, are all students. They're calling the games, they're running the cameras, they're directing, running audio. They help us set up everything, so they're pulling cable. And it's real great firsthand hands-on experience for the students at all of our local high schools. And this is basically what, if you're watching an NBA game or something along those lines, right. it's the same kind of thing on a smaller scale. So it's real, it's great firsthand experience for, uh, for our high school students. Absolutely. Chris, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. Valley Shore Community Television is constantly adapting to the demands of our viewers. Busy schedules are making it hard for viewers to watch shows when they air. Television has changed dramatically. We don't have to be appointment viewers or listeners anymore. No. We can do this in real time. VSC TV has made it easy to watch all our locally produced content online and when you want it. Visit VSCTV.com and click on the Watch Online tab to watch live, or visit our local show playlist to easily navigate your favorite shows anywhere, anytime, and on any device. VSCTV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Chris Morgan from VSCTV. Chris, welcome back. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. So, Chris, I was wondering if we can maybe talk about this segment, opening this segment, about if people want to get involved with VSCTV and how easy it is to get involved as far as coming up with an idea of your own show and all that other pertinent information. Sure. So the best way to find us and information about us is probably our website, www.vsctv.com. Okay. Uh, you could also reach us, you can call our station number is 860-399-1857. Okay. Um, or you can stop by our studio and, and you know, we're still trying to keep in-person, um, you know, interaction to a minimum with the pandemic. So, you know, probably best to call ahead at this point because we don't want a big crowd here at the studio. 
uh, but we're located at 1587 Boston Post Road in Westbrook on the, at the shops at Water's Edge. A lot of people know the, the Water's Edge Resort. Yep. Uh, we are right across the driveway from Westbrook Pizza. Absolutely. <laughs> That's usually the landmark I use because they have a big sign out on Route 1, so if you find Westbrook Pizza, you can find us. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how'd you, Chris, how did you get involved and interested in broadcasting? You know, it's, a, it's funny you bring that up. So probably the, the thing that, the earliest thing that I can remember that got me interested in video production was uh, growing up in Haddam and going to Region 17 schools, we would watch the HKTV holiday show the last day before winter break. Yes. And I always, I always enjoyed watching the show and I always was kind of curious as how it all came together. And so when the opportunity arose in middle school to take a video production class, I, I jumped at it and to see how it all kind of came together, it was the first time I could actually see how things worked in the HKTV studio. And uh, when I was in high school, I met Mr. Lewis and started taking his classes. And I was fortunate enough to be one of the directors of the holiday show in, in 07 and 08. Uh, so we did, the shows I directly worked on as a student were to benefit the Terry Lucis and Jason Lanterio Memorial Scholarship Funds. Sure in 2007, and then Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation in 2008. And uh, since then, I've been helping out as either an alumni or, of course, we always help HK and, and all the other high schools that, that would uh, use our assistance here at BSC-TV. So uh, this was actually this past year was the first holiday show since 2007 I haven't been there for. Right. Uh, which was weird. It was a, it was a fantastic show. They raised, uh, I think, over eighteen thousand dollars for um, the Nathaniel B. Field Memorial Foundation yes. that uh, helps with suicide prevention. That's right. And it was, uh, I mean, given all the circumstances, even aside from COVID, that was a it was a great holiday show. It was it was uh, entertaining. It was flawless. Technically, it was it was clean. Uh, the kids always do a great job. Uh, Jim Kane and, and Kasha Topa Finberg, the yep. TV production teacher and media technician, uh, are always always great with the students up there, and they put on an awesome show. Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, as long as we're doing shout-outs, we got to do a shout-out to the person directing tonight's show. Yeah, I think I might have been replaced in the control room. Christy's uh, <laughs> currently pushing all the buttons in the control room tonight, and is a, a one-man band back there. So. Uh, and who is she? Well, Christy's our. our one of our producers. Okay. Christy uh, produces pretty much all of the field segments, uh, the Viet Valley Shore Community News segments that you see on our website and on our channel. Mm -hmm. uh, most of them were, have been produced by Christy. I, I help her where I can, but uh, she's really the lead on that show. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. And as far as public access during the pandemic, as far as local content, uh, it, people are doing the, their shows through remotely, through Zoom or another social media platform? Sure, yeah, we've, we've tried to be creative to keep shows on the air um, during the pandemic because everybody has to stay socially distant, of course. So we've used uh, Zoom, we've used uh, a new online platform that allows us, it's called StreamYard, that allows us sure. to uh, switch a show virtually pretty much. It was pretty cool. We, basically, we're just trying everything to be able to keep our content on the air. And as far as I can tell, the only local show that we've done or that we haven't been able to do since the pandemic was uh, Mark Koshwich's Shoreline Music Monthly. 
Uh, his last episode, I think, was taped in February of 2020. Uh, but it's hard to have musicians and singing, you know, without masks on. You can't really sing with a mask on. And no. to have uh, more than one person here in the studio singing is is definitely not socially distant. So it's, it's un unfortunately, we haven't been able to produce that show since. Uh, but hopefully, you know, with the optimistic news about the vaccine and, and uh, as hopefully uh, positivity rates start to come down and my, my hope is by this summer that we'll be able to do a, a music show again. Nice. Now, now that said, we haven't we have had music on our channel. Right. Um, the mobile production gear that we purchased with that grant that I mentioned earlier. Sure. We were actually partnered with uh, the Catherine Hepburn Cultural Arts Center, the Kate in Old Saybrook. Sure. And we partnered with them in the Shoreline Soup Kitchen, and they usually do an, an annual concert on Black Friday. Right. Uh, where they have a lot of the Kate. Um, they hosted at the Kate, and it's a. Uh, benefit concert for the Shoreline Soup Kitchen. So this year it, it went virtual. So we were able to use all that brand new gear and essentially record and then rebroadcast the show in full HD and, and uh, the Kate mixed all the sound for us. It, it looked and sounded amazing. If you haven't seen it, you really got to check it out on our website. It, it's, it's fantastic. I haven't seen it. A lot it of local, uh, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me the talent on, in the Shoreline. And, all the local musicians that were uh, that were part of that show is fantastic. It's up on the website, though. Yeah, it's on our website on demand. You can find mm -hmm. it uh, under local events. I was going to say I'll have to go have to go take a look some night soon. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of music, it's uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, as far as what people don't know about VSC TV is, you guys are a nonprofit organization. We are. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, we were established in 2013 uh, to uh, Comcast handed over the responsibility of public access for the Clinton franchise area to us in 2013. So we were established to, to take on that role. And it, you guys have been here ever. You guys have been here ever since. Ever since the rest is history. Absolutely, absolutely. And this actually, I, I will. You mentioned to kind of follow up on what you mentioned about the pandemic. Sure. 2020, despite all the COVID hurdles that we had to, to jump over, 2020 was by far our busiest year ever. Really? Um, we saw over 35% increase in shows that came through our facility in 2020. Oh my goodness. Um, that includes an uptick in municipal meetings. We had a lot more uh, religious organizations, churches and, uh, that, that air their Sunday service or Sunday worship on our channel. Um, we've had new shows like Shore Things and Arts Entertainment yeah. uh, launched this year. And uh, ironically, with, with the, the loss of doing new Shoreline music shows, and we actually really didn't get a whole lot of Valley Shore community news segments done this year because, you know, a lot of the things that we would have spotlighted just didn't happen. Right. Um, you know, there was a great segment that one of our interns did uh, with, with uh, Christy over the summer, Ross Meglin. And Christy did a segment at the Megs Point Nature Center mm -hmm. over at Hammond Asset with Ranger that. Russ. Yeah. And uh, he, he does a great program over there. He does a lot of Facebook Lives and and uh, he's a, just a wealth of knowledge with all the wildlife and, and all the history of the park and everything over there. It's great. I know. And one, one, one of the other things you and you and I have talked about over the over the past is especially like local community events that didn't happen or haven't happened because of the pandemic. I saw something on the news over the Christmas holiday about wreaths across America. Yeah, in fact, that was one of the last 
segments that we did prior to the pandemic was Wreaths Across America right. when they visited Old Saber. You That's were there with us. I was going to say, I think and, uh, I was there. Yeah. That was uh, Max Sabrin with the Old Sabrook Police Department, or uh, Fire Department, yep. organizes that for Old Sabrook. And, and that was, a, it's a great event that obviously didn't happen this year in Old Sabrook. But no. now some of these events that would have otherwise been canceled went virtual, like the Westbrook tree lighting. Oh, did it? Yeah, the, oh, Westbrook, that. the Westbrook tree lighting generally, uh, Christmas tree lighting, generally yep. they would have a, uh, a parade and a big party on the town green. They'd have a bonfire for s'mores, I think horse and carriage rides and they would light the Christmas tree. Right. And of course, they can't gather that many people together. So no. everybody kind of sent in their well wishes and, and happy holiday wishes. And you know, we helped, we worked with uh, the, the organizers that would normally organize that big event and to put together a TV show that aired in lieu of that. Oh, cool. And uh, it was well, very well received. Oh, cool. Now, as far as where do you see public access going over the coming years? Well, that's the that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, public access, I, I hope, will continue to evolve with the technology. Of course, you know, ten years ago, public access wasn't video on demand online. It wasn't streamed on the web. Um, it wasn't high definition. So right. we've adapted thus far. Uh, the real challenge for public access in Connecticut and across the country is uh, the funding structure is funded primarily by cable subscribers. And as people cut the cord, the funding, the revenue stream for public access starts to dwindle. Uh, so us alongside other public access channels are looking to raise money in other ways, whether through fundraisers, donation drives, um, and, and try to be creative so, so we're still here into the future. Right. Speak, speaking of pu besides, besides public access, the other, you and I got to do a little bit of a shout out real quick. Besides public access television, we also got a shout out to all of our friends in community radio. Oh, absolutely. I could think of one in particular. At the New Haven Independent. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do a great job uh, covering New Haven and greater New Haven. Oh, absolutely. We can, they, do, they do an awesome job. I was going to say, last, last year, last February, you and I were there. We were. <laughs> and, and, you know, organizations like the New Haven Independent, and there's a, there's a lot of local um, papers and, and news operations throughout the state, and they're more vital now than they ever have been. Oh, absolutely. Um, whether in website form, community radio, community television, print form, uh, local broadcasters, um, having access to, to accurate information is, is always important. And uh, what do they say? Democracy dies in the dark, right? Right. So uh, a well-informed public is always good. Absolutely, and we absolutely. aim to we aim to help that with community television. Absolutely. Now, if people want to produce or host their own show, are you guys are you guys open to new content? Always, we are always open to new content. Um, that said, it's it's actually been if, if at any point in our history, it would probably be um, how do I say this the right way. You may have to wait a little bit longer now with the, the COVID restrictions and the fact that we've been so busy over the summer. Yeah. Um, that there's actually a lot of, uh, there's so much demand for, for the studio time and the, the cameras and the editing systems that we have. It's, uh, they've been busier than they've ever been, which is a good problem to have, but there's always room for new shows. Uh, and if you're interested, you can visit our website or give us a call. Uh, our number's 860-399-1857. And our website is www.vsctv.com. 
And what types of information can people find on the website? Oh, how to create your own show. And you can, <laughs> and, and always you can find our, our air schedule, you can find video on demand, right. and our live feed. Exactly, exactly. Now, as far as the aspect of public access TV goes, you, we mentioned a little in the first segment about the grant that you guys got for your new equipment. Can you maybe tell us a little bit more about that? Well, yeah, so the grant is, it's a program called Pegpedia, and I can't, it's an acronym, and I can't remember what all those letters stand for. I can't either. Uh, but it's ask. a grant program that funds the capital improvement costs, or, or funds capital improvements for public access channels and uh, technology installations for schools. Okay. And it's operated, it's administered by the Public Utilities Regulatory Authority, Pura. Right. Which also regulates, you know, your power companies, the cable companies, gas and electric and... You know, all the, all the public, I'm sure they do water as well or something along those lines, but um, it's a great program and it's allowed us and a lot of our, our counterparts throughout the state to continue to operate with some of the, you know, state-of-the-art technology that, and get it in the hands of our, of our uh, residents. And as far as the, as far as, far as pub public access goes with the upcoming next round of what's going to go on with COVID, what do you see happening with public access? Well, we're kind of taking it week by week at this point. Okay. So as positivity rates increase, we kind of go back to doing things more virtual. Of course, everything always looks better, in my opinion, here in the studio, right. uh, which is why we're, we're here tonight. Um, but we have to certainly abide by all the social distancing, and we don't want to be any place that spreads COVID. It's a, it's a terrible disease that we uh, really have to get, you know, anybody can't wait to get it in the rear view mirror. So hopefully exactly. we can sooner than later and get things back to what we would consider normal. Exactly. Well, Chris Morgan from Valley Shore Community TV, thanks for some time and hopefully we'll see you soon. Absolutely. All right. On behalf of Chris Morgan, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. And we'll see you next time.